You gotta be careful, you know. You're a big guy. You gotta watch where you're going. You know? I don't know who you think you are, but you're you're getting up in, in years. You know, you're you're not as young as you once were. Yeah. You're not as spry for sure. <laughs> you know. That's a definite you know, story to keep. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, let me think here. Yeah, pull up your list. What are you talking about, list? <laughs> I uh, I used to draw my own comics. Did you? Yeah, I used to write my own comics. I used to draw my own comics. I used to, um, you know, some I'd make my own storyboard. I'd get like a ruler, you know, and square off the little boxes. Uh-huh. I had some. I even had my own characters. You know, one of my characters was the knight. You know, and he looked. He kind of looked just like like a foot soldier from the, from the TMNT universe. You okay, know what I mean? so he kind of looked like like one of the Foot Clan, but he would just go around, you know, the city, undisclosed name of the city, just the city, and he would just fight crime you know what I mean okay was it the night like N-I-G-H-T or K-N-I-G-H-T K-N-I-G-H-T okay like the knight like a, like a knight like a knight in armor but he okay. didn't have armor he didn't even have a sword <laughs> he, he just he just fought people okay and uh thank you and one of another character was like his name was Slash I think uh he just had like a little bandana and he just he would slash people like he just had like a knife and he'd just like you know and fight people with a knife you know? okay and I would like draw on these things and take them with me to like school at the time, you know. And I remember sitting in gym class, you know, like on the sidelines while everybody else was running around, and I was just drawing in these in my little trapper keeper, you know. Okay. Lisa Frank, you know, trapper keeper, you know. And I was just drawing in those, you know. And some guy came up to me and like took it, and I thought he was about to ridicule me and make fun of me, you know. Uh huh. Well, like a like a, another student. Yeah, another guy just came up and okay. just grabbed it out of my hand and I was like, "Hey, let me see that." And he took a look. He's like, "Huh." That's pretty cool. I don't understand it, but that's pretty cool. <laughs> and he was like a bigger kid. He was like an older kid. Yeah. You know, because they had the 6th, the 7th, and the 8th graders all co-ed in gym okay. at that school. I don't know why. It was the same school with metal detectors, too. So, mm. uh, you know, kids were fighting. You couldn't even bring a book bag with you to class. You, you know, got like, shanked for, the, for your comic book. I, I thought it was going to happen. I mean, my, my pogs got stolen, too, that same year. Really? Your pogs? Yeah, my slammer. Yeah. Really? Big Alabama slammer? No, not really. Yeah. So you're big on pogs and... Pongs, pogs, and uh, pogs, and, and yeah, pogs and comics, and, and and this was all before, of course, comics was like cool again. Like now, I can walk down the street as a thirty-four-year-old man wearing a Justice League T-shirt, and yeah. nobody, nobody bats an eye, and you can hold your head high. Yeah, but then it was kind of like you had to kind of hide that stuff, you know. Yeah. So I had to, you had the pogs got popular around the same time. Yeah. And then it kind of went away. I don't know if they're popular again. Mm, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I can't remember the purpose of pogs. Remember, you'd stack them up, but then somebody had a slammer, then they'd knock them down, and you would just collect them. I think it was more of a collection yeah. than anything. That, yeah. They, it got so bad that they confiscated them. You need to pay attention to right. class. But this was the same school where you couldn't even carry your book bag from class to class because they had metal detectors because somebody brought in, like, guns and knives and stuff like that in middle school. That's crazy. So, And then, of course, I moved to... And then I went to a different school. You still got these comic books? No, I don't know where they are. I don't know where they are. It's probably for the best. <laughs> it's probably for the best? Because I'm pretty sure that the knight also strongly resembled a KKK member. Why? Because of like, the hood or something? Yeah, because of the hood. Okay. So it's either a Foot Clan member or a KKK member. Yeah. But you didn't realize that. No, time. not and, at all. No. Just in retrospect. But in retrospect, I looked back on it and I was like, you know, he kind of had a hood. And I was surprised it didn't resurface when uh, your parents actually moved and they went through all their stuff. Right, you helped me go through a lot of that stuff too. And I feel like it, you know, I'm surprised it didn't surface. The only thing that surfaced was, was an old shoebox full of condoms. Really? Right. <laughs> I used to collect them because I was like, one day I'll get to use these. 
Welcome to Comic-Cons, a geek podcast for the rest of us. My name is Nick Stevens, and with me tonight, as always, is my good-looking, swabbly fellow, Buddy <laughs> Hamilton. Buddy, how are you tonight? Not, not bad. How are you doing? I'm doing quite well, thank you for asking. I thought we'd take things down a notch tonight, bring things down to a low, dull roar. Sitting around the campfire this evening, and <laughs> I couldn't help but notice that you lit some lights in the windowsill, just so I could see from afar as I parked my my chariot and I could come and wait your, your embrace <laughs> you see darkness can embrace the light but it shall not eclipse it and I have to thank you for showing me the way <laughs> all the way into your arms mm-hmm. so thank you for being with us again tonight well, thank you for coming over Yeah, long listeners of the show will know that we uh, from time to time have to change things up you know Yep. sometimes we like to get a text or a phone call in the middle of the broadcast mm-hmm. Better check that shit before you wreck any racket. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we uh, we like to do things a little differently from time to time. Sadly, Sean Lemley's not joining us tonight. Yeah. You know? How, yeah. how is this doing, this quiet approach? Because I tried to be, I wanted to be quiet. With, I wanted to kind of go with a, a highbrow approach instead of the, Welcome to Gabba Gabs! <laughs> Woo! Yeah! You, you can know? definitely tell with the the slight accent. and the, Yeah, the, the, the accent kind of wavered. I'm horrible <laughs> at maintaining accents. So you can you can start off strong, but you end weak. Yeah, I can be like, well, it was a long time ago uh, that we had people on the show. Of course, uh, they used to come on down from the the the, the Nelson the Nelson Delta uh, or, or 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 the Mason Dixon. But uh, but my my father he was a painter, and his father before him was a painter, and he used to paint. And in, 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 of course, that was a controversial thing then, and it's it's a controversial thing now for me to talk about it. <laughs> Uh, see, uh, a lot of this stuff is going to have to get taken out. I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in a. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with all this. Uh, do, you, do you want to go beep? Start beep. again? Yeah, from the top, from time to time. Yeah, we like to change some things up. Yeah. You know, it's not smart to go carb heavy for something where you, you know you're going to be stretching your arms and your legs and your tongues. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, uh, and we both like to work our tongue muscles. You know, a lot mm-hmm. before we you know get into this thing. Yeah. So. Um, Make sure we speak clearly. Absolutely, that we're articulate, that we're conveying our points. Exactly. You know, and we miss you, Sean. You're not here with us, but we miss yeah. you. Second episode. Second episode without him. You yeah. know, this was a busy weekend for him. It was. He was in New York. Yes. He had an appointment. That was the anniversary. Keep. It was. But I was gonna, you know, I was gonna play it up like he was somewhere else, like on a mission somewhere. You uh-huh. know, I don't want to, you know, put his stuff out on out there on blast, even though he kind of put it out there. Yeah, already. I was about to say one of the, those. Those are good news. Episodes ago. Well, okay. Well, you know, maybe. So. Okay. <laughs> so uh, let's let's talk about the movie that we're talking about today, because that's why people are listening to the show, right? Because we finally got around to watching a movie that I had been kind of talking about for a little you, while you, now. You wanted to see this for a while. Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to bring it into the fold. I mean, Masters it, of the Universe. What were we gonna say? I'm saying it is a classic one that that should be reviewed. It is. And what movie is that again? Masters of the Universe. Exactly. <laughs> Masters of the motherfucking universe. Yes. The He-Man live action movie from 1987. Yes. Yeah, directed, directed by who gives a shit. Yeah. Made by who gives a shit. Yeah. You know, really, we're just here to talk about one man and one man only, and that's He-Man, played by Dolph Lundgren. Yep. You know? Do you remember this movie from your youth? Yes. Okay. I do. And what were your first impressions? Of, my, of this movie yeah. in my youth? Yeah, yeah. That it didn't really stay true to the cartoon that I remember growing up watching. Mm. 
Okay. I mean, the, I mean, it, there were there were you know, it did stay true to the characters and everything like that. But He Man says, "I got the power once, maybe mm-hmm. twice, and that's at like the end of the movie." Yeah, that's true. At the very end, he does say it. You don't even have Battle Cat in there. You don't have Battle Cat. No Cringer. Yeah. No Orko from the cartoon. Although I think they introduced a similar character to kind of replace that that quirkiness. Mm. But let me just say, one of the reasons why I wanted to watch this movie was because. I had all the toys. I don't know where most of those toys are now. Yeah. Probably long forgotten. Hopefully with some other poor kid who spends his nights cleaning chimneys and gets to come downstairs <laughs> with the rest of the orphans and play with his He-Man toys that have been passed down from the 80s. Yeah. But well, let me tell you something. This movie resonated big with me. I fucking loved this movie when I was a kid. I probably saw it when I was like six or seven. You know? Uh-huh. Like 87, you know, in theaters. I think it came out on home video, VHS. I was probably like six, seven. But I loved it. Uh, yeah. my, I loved He-Man so much that even when I was sick, my mom would give us He-Man toys. Okay? Oh, really? So like, she'd buy extra toys at the commissary, you know, when we were, uh, you know, on, on on visitation, so to speak. Yeah. And she'd she'd buy extra toys. You could buy them at a, at a discounted price, at a cheaper price at the, at the bases. Yeah. You know, when we were stationed over there. And uh, she'd, she'd have some in, like, st- like, stowed away, you know, stockpiling these things. Be like, and Nick, just, you're not feeling right. good. Right, and I, I remember getting chicken pox, and I'd get a He-Man toy. I remember getting the flu, and I'd get a He-Man toy. So it became like a thing with me, like where I just had this, like, I, I should start getting sick. Yeah, so you get a toy. You get another toy. I'm like, I'm surprised she didn't give you a complex. I'm surprised she didn't give me a complex. I mean, it's not like I have a complex now. Yeah, I know. You know? It's not like you're, like, sickly and being like, I mean, buddy. <laughs> buddy. <laughs> buddy, hold me. <laughs> Come bring me a He-Man toy because I'm not feeling well. You're right. I mean, I definitely don't over-obsess about anything. I certainly don't. Yeah, I'm not a hypochondriac about anything. Right, exactly. You know, if something bites me, I don't freak out and think, like, oh, my God, it's it's AIDS. You know what I mean? I don't know about that one. Yeah, I, I do all the time. Yeah, I freak out about but, everything. I do. It's but, true. But in general, you're healthy and you're not. You're not always like. Meh. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. What now? <laughs> Sick kid. Yeah. I think this movie um, has a, has a few flaws. Obviously, and we'll get yeah. into those. Yeah. But I want to say for the record, right off the bat, that as a kid, I love this movie. Oh yeah. Because I love yeah. because I love the universe and I loved everything about it. I love the cartoon. Yeah. Um, of course. Did you have any of the toys? Yes, I did. What toys did you have? I mean, I had He-Man, I had mm-hmm. Battle Cat. Mm-hmm. With the battle armor and everything? I believe so. Okay, okay. Um, did you I have the battle armor Skeletor? Pro- I don't think so. I don't think I was that high class. Sean Lemley boasted about having Snake Mountain and Castle Grayskull. Yeah. I only had Castle Grayskull. Yeah. Um, See, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. We might have had one of them. Yeah. One or the other. Definitely not both. I want to pull up some of these toys here. I would just I looked some of these up because I just found the names astonishingly, uh, just astonishing. Okay. <laughs> uh, Blast Attack, Blaster Hawk, Buzz Off, Buzzsaw Hordak, Castle Grayskull, of course we talked about, Clamp Champ, I don't remember him, Clawful, I definitely remember him because I got him when I was uh, when I was super sick. He was like a lobster guy, as you can see from the picture uh, Okay, there. yeah. I think so, I had, yeah, I had him. Yeah, he had like lobster feet. Uh, Cliff Climber, don't remember him. Collector three pack, I guess, featured Skeletor, He Man, and Orko. There's a few others here. Uh, then, they, of course, they do the elaborations. You know, the Dragon Blaster Skeletor. I guess he's got like extra stuff to blast stuff with. Okay. I remember this, the Dragon Walker, but I don't remember what the hell it went to. Mm. Uh, Drag Store. I don't remember that guy. Eternia. Definitely don't remember this, but it looks awesome. It looks like it's Snake Mountain and Castle Grayskull with some kind of thing in the middle. I don't know. That looks badass. 
Yeah. You got you got Evelyn, you know. Oh yeah. Uh, Extender, Faker, Fisto, Fisto and Stridor. <laughs> Fisto. Yeah, Fisto. He's he's fisting for dollars. <laughs> uh, Flying Fist, He Man. Okay, whatever that means. Uh, Fright Zone. I definitely don't remember that at all. Um, it looks badass. Oh yeah, what the hell? But I don't remember that. Grizzlor, Gwildor, who you know we know from the movie. Oh yeah. Uh, he Man, He Man the original, He Man and Battle Cat, He Man and Wind Raider. Oh, here's one guy too. You could like uh, Jitsu. Yeah, that wasn't racist at all. Jitsu, the, Jitsu. the Asian character. <laughs> Look uh, like a Mr. T haircut on him too. King Hiss. He turned into like a snake guy. King Randor. You know, he was just a guy named Randy who wanted to be a king, I guess. <laughs> Cobra Khan. Uh, you know, Kai. laser light Skeletor Leech. Leech? He like he'd throw him at the window and he'd stick. Oh, man of faces! I remember having him. Yeah, many faces. Like the you would put the, the thing on the yeah, top, yeah, or was it faces. push it or twist? And yeah, you twist it. it. Man at arms. He's in the movie. Mantena. I'm not quite sure what his deal was. He doesn't look like a. He looks like a bat more than anything. Um, I want to point out that Mossman and Beastman were in fact the same action figure, except one was just painted green. With Fuzzy Moss, and one was just painted orange with Fuzzy Moss, but it was the exact same. Oh. <laughs> I dropped the Moss Man in the bathtub, and all the moss fell off. Oh, man. So, he was just green. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Okay, so if you haven't uh, fallen asleep behind the wheel of your car while listening to this, or at your desk, depending on when you listen to our show, I just wanted to talk about some of those, because that was a big deal. Yeah. I mean, I fucking love these toys. Yeah. If I were out somewhere, and I do kind of keep an eye out, I don't vigorously research this, but if I was out somewhere, like at a con somewhere, and I saw somebody selling these things, I would be I would be a little tempted to buy some of them. Just because they're that, it's that much, it was a huge part of my youth. For yourself or for Zephyr? Or a little bit of for, both? For Zephyr, of course. I mean, I wouldn't play with them. <laughs> yeah. not, not with that nervous response. No, no, not at all. Um... No, this was a huge deal for me. So, like, I, I love this movie. I was quoting the movie, I think, while we were watching it a oh, couple yeah. times. I was uh, going to be like, he's going to be one of these fucking assholes that's going to say the whole movie right along with it. I and want like, him kneeling at my feet. No. Um, look, I love this movie. Let's talk about the movie. Opening credits are a direct ripoff of the Superman credits. Yeah. With the, 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 the music is very similar. Very similar to Superman, right? Yeah. Um, you know, the credits are flying at you. Then we actually get to Eternia and Skeletor is already taken over. Taken over. Yeah. Um, which I kind of like. It's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, and that's when you spouted off your first uh, first line. Yeah. You when know, he, get him on his knees. Yeah, Skeletor wants him on his knees, kneeling yeah. before him. We don't know why. Report, Evelyn. Speak. We have sealed the gates to the city. The castle is secure. And we are closing in on the Fenorian as we speak. Yes, yes, Adina. He continues to lead the resistance. I assure you, we will have him before the day is out. I want him kneeling at my feet. Stormtroopers, the fake-ass stormtroopers. Yeah, you definitely called that. Yeah, but going back to Skeletor, Frank Langella plays him in this movie. Okay. And I gotta say, he's fantastic. Yeah. Skeletor yeah. in this movie is probably the best thing about this movie. In fact, I feel like all the best scenes are with Skeletor. Yeah, you did mention that. He, yeah. he does. He does kill it. He and carries then, it. And and they did they did nice on on the actual face makeup and and the prosthetics. They did. I mean, it could have gone it could have gone so bad. It could have. I mean, he could have had one of those situations where like his mouth wasn't even really moving, but I feel I feel like he still he still conveyed a lot of emotion even with all the makeup. Oh yeah, um, and his movements—it didn't seem too wooden either. Like he, 
all the sets and all the costume design in this movie are great. Yeah. Evelyn, you know, she shows up. She's fantastic. Meg Foster plays her. She's great. She's got those, you know, scary eyes. Yeah, scary, those, you know, those smoky eyes. Witchy woman eyes. Yeah, smoky. Smoky, is that what it is? Smoky like, sultry? I, I don't know. Yeah something, like, yeah, something like that. Yeah, like you meet somebody in a bar in the middle of the night on a Tuesday, and they pass the ashtray. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and you're like, oh. Yeah, fingers smoky, touch? Smoky eyes. Little tips touch? Yeah. You know, she says, you're here with anyone? And you go, no, I'm here all by myself. <laughs> Sorceress, she's, you know, trapped in a thing. Oh, yeah, the force field. That. Yeah. The energy field. Yeah. When she's trapped in that stage, okay, mm-hmm. she tells them later that He-Man and his friends have till midnight before the great eye will open in the universe. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. Doesn't sound good. No, not at all. But let's get to He-Man. Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Action-packed fight sequence with some stormtroopers in Eternia. Blonde mullet-wearing, yeah. muscle-bound, muscle-bound. I mean, he's, cape-wearing. He's a big dude. Yeah, like, he is a big huge. dude. No, he definitely is. He's he's freaking uh, Drago from uh, Rocky Four. Yeah, he's straight-up Drago from Rocky Four. Yeah. Yeah. He's so. huge. Uh, he carries himself pretty well. The fight scenes are a little slow. He, he fights yeah. off some of these like fake-ass stormtroopers. and You can definitely tell it's an 80s uh, uh, fight scene. Huh. And he's got the gun in one hand and like the knife in one hand, you know. I wonder if you and I do that back and forth. If your neighbors are going to think that we're either working out in here or having hardcore sex. <laughs> Let's try it. Uh, yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah. It's good, huh? It's, yeah, it could be, yeah. It could be taken one way. Yeah. Are they working out? Or massive sex orgy. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, hey, every, look, everyone. It's Billy Barty, you know. Who are you? I, I am Gwildor of Thenor, locksmith and inventor. Uh, a skeleton's forces were hunting me down. A million blessings upon you for saving my life. No blessing is necessary. Any foe of Skeletus is a friend of ours. He's the one who gives Skeletor, or I guess was able to get Skeletor access to Grayskull, oh, Grayskull. In, inadvertently. Yeah. Because he was working on this cosmic key. Yes. He's like a locksmith. I didn't, I didn't even know what kind of what his species is. He said it in the movie. And I, yeah, I, he has like, um, like pancake cheeks. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like someone took a butter knife and just spread the makeup <laughs> like, over his face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely interesting. I do like his character, though. Yeah, me too. When we meet Tila and Man-at-Arms, who are from the cartoon... Yeah, uh, we. That's when we introduce. Uh, we're int- introduced to Gwildor because the stormtroopers have him. You know, they have Gwildor captured in a net. They rescue yeah. him. They take him back to his little hut, his little home in the Shire in yep. the desert. And that's where he explains, like, some woman came to me and took yeah. took interest in my my key. How was I supposed to know she was working <laughs> for Skeletor? And that's what I'm saying. That Evelyn or Evelyn, Evelyn, Evelyn. <laughs> when she puts that Snake Mountain charm on, you better watch out. You know, yeah. if the snake is coming, just look the other way. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, you can't, you can't get, you can't turn away from the smoky eyes. Yeah, you can't. She, it's like you get entranced. Yeah, you gotta she do whatever. Them in. Yeah, <laughs> that's not all. Suck them up. <laughs> yeah. So they have the cosmic key. He's got another one. Apparently, he takes him back to Grayskull. They fight. And then they escape. Yeah. And that's the movie, kids. So tune in next week when we talk about another movie. Uh, no, look. That is the movie, okay? Instead of taking place in Eternia, they get, they end up on Earth. Yeah. 
Would you? Um, would you? You made a, uh, a fun fact uh, that I didn't realize is that you said a lot of the fanboys got pissed about that. I was going to talk about that because over the years, as you know, I you know I talk about a lot about different movies, and I would meet a lot of guys like in my line of work because I used to work at the movie theater for so long, you know. Oh yeah. And I would meet other guys, different ages, and a lot of the guys that were managers were like a lot older than me at the time. And they shat all over this. They were like, it was horrible. I remember seeing it in theaters. And, you know, they were blown away by it taking place on Earth instead of, like, a live-action He-Man movie. Like, why didn't they just do that? And research I did indicated that they actually just based this movie off the toy line and not really off the cartoon at all. Oh, really? Which, again, doesn't really make sense because there's only a handful of characters from the toy line, even, that are in this. Because I feel, like, yeah. they made, I feel yeah. like they made more toys as a result of this movie. Oh, yeah. So 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 you, what you're saying is they just took the characters and pretty much made a whole new story. Yeah, I like. Well, there was a logistical reason behind that. They they wanted to save money, so they saved money by filming in wherever the fuck they filmed in. I think you said downtown Fredericksburg, right? Yeah, either that or Sleepy Town, <laughs> Sleepless Nights, Idaho, Plainsville, Plainsville, USA. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it looks like downtown Fredericksburg. Yeah. Like at one point when they're just in the downtown scene, just walking around. Yeah, when like, he's going to see Charlie at the, the music shop. Yeah, the music with shop. With the, uh, yeah. the Japanese synthesizer. Yeah, and it just looks like a small, quaint town in 1987 America. Yeah. What's interesting, though, is that they they could have saved money by just dressing up like the scenes. You know what I'm saying? Like, they could still save money and just, like, kept it in Eternia. Gildor's a traitor. Evelyn dopes him. We got that far. Karg. We meet Karg, who's, like... You know, oh yeah, the, so the house. He looks like a David Bowie gremlin with you know, a fucking with that, with that white wig and a little hook. pushback white wig. Yeah, yeah. so I had, I had a little bit of some labyrinth in there. You know, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I, what one thing I found funny? The key. <laughs> yeah. One thing I found funny is that um, when they, you know, when He Man and everybody escapes to Earth, and there's a little thing going on, and then all of a sudden you have uh, Evelyn talking to Skeletor, and she's like. These are your best assassins. Yeah, these are your best mercenaries. Ber- best mercenaries. Whatever. Finest warriors. Yeah. Yeah. And then she, like, introduces them all. Like, he doesn't even know who the fuck they are. Have you assembled the mercenaries? Here and awaiting your command. I have selected your finest warriors. Blade. Sarad. <laughs> Beastman and Karg. Hmm. A curious quartet. Well, Skeletor is a kind of guy where, you know, he manages an enterprise from afar. You know, he doesn't have time nor the inclination to meet everybody on a on a daily basis. He probably has met him a handful of times. But this is a guy... Look, when you meet the CEO of a company, he's not going to remember the guy who's crunching numbers down in accounting. Yeah. You know what I mean? He doesn't, should. Doesn't know all the intricacies. Right, so he has to get reintroduced. And naturally, just like any CEO, he's kind of having some kind of quasi-ambiguous uh, affair yeah. with the, uh, the runner-up, who's... He, Evelyn in this case. Yeah. Sometimes it's a guy on guy, a girl on girl. In this case, it's a Skeletor dude with, uh, with smoky eyes. You know? <laughs> and uh, her role in this movie changes, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, but it's interesting to see their 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 relationship because she's definitely like, at one point, she, he's like rubbing her temples and she's uh, kneeling yeah, before him. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Well, even in the beginning, you I, this is one of the lines that you even said was like, she's like, uh, Grey Skull will be ours, and, and he's, he's like, like, "No, <laughs> mine." Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, you know, it's like... He doesn't want to share. Skeletor's not the sharing type. No. no. You know, he looks great in this movie. Mm-hmm. Now, the cartoon and the toy, everybody... In the toy line and the cartoons, everybody's jacked. Even Skeletor is like rippling muscles yeah. with a skeleton head. And it looks absolutely absurd. But in this, he's not like a big guy. He well, you can't he, really tell because he has like a, a hooded cape on. He's got a giant on. cloak and a hood. Yeah. yeah, but he's not like He-Man size. I mean, he's kind of tall. You, you never know. What if he just like shed down? Like if he... Cause I saw his arms. He doesn't have those, 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 <laughs> the, those guns. The, the, the definition... The girth, yeah. When he, especially when he's swinging his staff at the end, you know. Okay, he's looking a little weak. Yeah, well, not not compared to you know Dolph. You know? Yeah, yeah. Dolph's a goddamn freight train, and yeah. Skeletor's kind of like I mean, he's a skeleton. You that's know? true. Yeah, it's kind of like me going up against you. You know, <laughs> it's like you want to fight about it. Okay, I might get a slap or two in there, but after that, I'm on the floor in spirits, and then. Somebody better be holding their hand out to catch me. Otherwise, I'm going down in a pile of semen that you can only see with a black light. <laughs> cosmic key. Yes. The MacGuffin in this movie is the cosmic key. Yes. Wow, 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 wow. Oh, my God, there's a song. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I had to hum a song, you know. So. I know. I thought. I think the first time you did it was better than what you just did right really? now. Really? No. No. The no, first time good. it was better than that time. There you go. That's a little better. <laughs> but the, the 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 one scene I love is when they actually like find it, and I guess and who's could, that? Who's that? Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox and her boyfriend. And who gives a shit, McGee? Yeah, yeah. I, I I can't remember his yeah. name. Who is he? Yeah. Kevin. Kevin, that's it. His name's Kevin. And, he, and he's like, he pulls it out of the ground, because I guess, you know, they lose it in their in their uh, journey across the yes. netherworlds or right. whatever. When He-Man and his gang escape Skeletor for the second time on the run, when they realize it can't. By the way, quick stop there. Sorceress, who's trapped in the, in the uh, you know, MS... Energy field. Yeah. I was going to say the, uh, the bondage field. <laughs> that's a whole other thing. Uh, she tells me, you have until midnight, the stroke of midnight, to... To stop this madness from happening, you know? Yep. And that's when that great eye of Sauron will open, or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. So they disappear again, but Gwildor had to do the Batman grappling hook, to, in the, you know? Oh, grabs, yeah, to grabs grab the, the key. And that's when they lose it. Yes. So then it takes us to Robbie's, Robbie's rib shack, and God knows where we are, downtown Fredericksburg. Yeah. Uh, and shoot, what happens? Corny's working at the rib shack. She's about to move away. Her parents have died. You know, she's over the whole small town. She wants to get away. So her her boyfriend Kevin picks her up. They go uh, go see. Oh, that's right. They go see her parents in the at the cemetery. I guess so she can say goodbye because I guess she's leaving that night to catch a bus to her right. plane. She's going to Cleveland. We don't know where yes. this movie actually takes place on Earth, but we know she's going to Cleveland. No, I thought it was New Jersey. You're right, New Jersey. <laughs> uh, sorry, I was watching Finding Dory the other night and. That's oh. where the octopus wanted to go, Cleveland. Cleveland. Okay, gotcha. So I'm just mixing up my movies. That's okay. It happens. Uh, they find the cosmic king in the cemetery. Yes, and he fucking gets so psyched because yeah. like he pulls it out and they're like looking at it. It's a Japanese synthesizer. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he fucking he loves it. He's like all fucking stoked about it, and then yeah. they he's like, I need to go uh, do a sound check. You want to come with me? You want to come see the band? Just soundtrack of the band. She's like, look, I've seen your sound. I've seen your stupid band a million she years. She don't want to go. Look, 
my parents died. I don't want to live here anymore. I want a fresh start. I want to start over. Yeah. I don't know why she'd want to do that in the middle of her senior year. But maybe it's a small town. Maybe she doesn't have that many friends anyway. I think she just wants a fresh, clean start. Yeah. Get away I can't from blame her. You know? I look at Kevin, and I look at Courtney Cox, and I'm sorry. I'm like, Courtney, you could do a lot better. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know? I mean, look, yeah. he's not a bad-looking guy. But he's grasping. He's grasping. He's grasping hard. You know? He's got Courtney Cox by the hair, and she's not having it. She belongs yeah. in that Bruce Springsteen video. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's the funny thing is when he does a sound check, he just goes up there. It's just him. Yeah, and he just and he's, mic check one, too. No, he just pounds on the keys. Yeah. He's like, because he's, he's, he's a key. Uh, he's a, he's a he's keyboardist. A, yeah, exactly. He's a dime a dozen. He tickles the ivories. You know, the keyboardists were all the rage in the 80s, apparently. I don't oh, know if they're coming yeah, back. The I, th- I think they are. I think they are coming back. That's why I got so hyped about this, the synthesizer. Yeah. He wanted, to, it, he wanted to do, uh, uh, I was about to say RoboCop 3. Is that better? <laughs> Bever- yes. Okay. Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Welcome to Earth, Courtney Cox. How slow is the action in this movie? It's slow. I said that before. When the mercenaries find Courtney... She's in the the school. Uh, the school waiting for Kevin. He wants to go take this the synthesizer over to Charlie. Yeah, you and I are both struggling to say that word synthesizer photosynthesis yeah. uh, to Charlie at his music shop. Yeah, to show him what it is. Oh yeah, she leaves him there. She goes, "No, I want to stay behind. Say goodbye to this place." Yeah, really? I'm not going to be here for graduation. You're going to stay like... behind in an empty school. It's kind of creepy. I'm yeah. kind of scared. Like, what are you going to do? Like, reminisce about all your good times and stuff? I, mean, I guess maybe. people, I guess sentimental people do that, but yeah. I'm not that sentimental. You couldn't wait to get out of there, huh? Fucking yeah, man. Yeah. Who wants to stick around in high school? Yeah. I mean, I thought about roaming the halls, you know? I thought about going back there at some point and, like, roaming the halls, just kind of take, like, take, a look, take a look around. All right, all right, all right. You know, but then it might be kind of weird, you know? I'm just kind of roaming the halls with my dirt stash, and I'm like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. And I was like, who's that creepy guy circling the lockers? Blade, Saurad. Karg, Beastman. Who's your favorite mercenary out of that patch? That patch? <laughs> that batch? <laughs> I, I do like um, the dude with the eye patch. Who's that? Who was that one? The ball Blade. Head. Blade. Yeah. Um, but I did like Beast. Beastman. Okay. Beastman. Yeah, Beastman's fantastic. Yeah. I thought he looked, he looked, he looked Beast, right? Yeah. He looked fantastic. Yeah, he did look good. What's sad is that Beast in the X-Men Last Stand movie didn't look nearly as good as Beast Man did in 1987. <laughs> I mean, he looks yeah. fantastic. He no, really he does. does. I mean, yeah. you can see clearly see the actor underneath the makeup and his eyes and everything like that. But the hair, his movement was a little, you know, stocky. And that, that's what I would say about this movie is that one of its biggest flaws, aside from the, the horrendous plot and some of the horrible acting, is the, the movement of some of the, the characters. Yeah. But let yeah. me backtrack, let me go back in time and slap myself in the, in the mouth with, with a proverbial penis because <laughs> I actually don't think the acting in this movie is that bad. I mean, it's not a great, it's not, a, it's not an Academy Award winning yeah. film. They're not getting an Oscar. No. But, I don't think but they it's were, not. But it's, they weren't going for that. It's no Dick Tracy. Right. Well, the, even though Dick Tracy did have some, I did if, have some good acting in it. If, if we're going to bring up Dick Tracy every episode, I swear to God. <laughs> did we even bring it up last episode? I don't know. I think it, I think it might have. You always manage to squeeze it in there. I know. Uh, oh God! That's the Chinese food. Model. Yeah. Um, man, what was I? I wanted to bring something up. I can't remember. Oh, that's Julie's boyfriend's fault for summoning the uh, the the mercenaries in the first place. Oh, that is very true. Because he himself. kept because he kept fucking with the keys. Exactly. When you find a weird futuristic synthesizer in a <laughs> cemetery in a crater, 
Don't start pressing a bunch of random buttons. Yeah, leave that leave the fucking thing leave alone. Leave it for the experts. Send it to the U.S. military. Yeah, take it to Charlie. Let him little Yeah, give libraries. it to Charlie or give it to, uh, you know, Doc Brown. I actually liked this when it was when I was a kid. When, I, when, it, when, they, when they went to Earth, mm-hmm. I thought that was super cool. I was like, oh, you know, fish out of water kind of thing. Like, He-Man's coming to Earth. That's kind of cool, you I know? I might run into him. But you know what? If you're going to do that, film him, like, in a shopping mall at, like, peak hours and have a battle scene going on there. You know what I mean? Not, yeah. not an abandoned downtown suburbia. Yeah. Like, that was just boring, you know? Yeah. Even when the Centurions come, and the Centurions are, like, the guys in, like, the hoverboards from Back to the Future. Yeah. The stormtroopers, like, I thought the around. same. I thought the same thing, too. Of course too. you did. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> That was cool, but even yeah. that was like, it was over in like two seconds. Yeah. Granted, it's 1987, but the special effects were definitely lacking on, on some of the scenes when it showed He-Man on the board and he was like doing some of the fight scenes. Yeah. It was it was pretty bad. The one thing, the funny thing I want to bring up is that Courtney Cox gets confronted by the mercenaries in the high school. Yeah. And, and somehow gets away from, what is it? There's five of them, right? Yeah. And they're supposed to be the best... Mercenaries that Skull, Skull yeah. has. The and finest he, warriors. Yeah, and he can't, they can't even fucking catch Courtney Cox. No. And the funny thing is she runs away, gets away, runs into He-Man. Mm-hmm. This is a fucking 6'4", six, 6'6", six, six, tall, blonde-haired, mullet-wearing dude that has a loincloth, a fucking cape, and leather straps going across his chest. And she's not once creeped out by that. Like, what the fuck well, are you doing? She's not even turned on. Which is my kind of confusion. That's true. She's not creeped out. She's not turned on. She's just automatically accepted. Acceptive? Yeah. Accept. Accepting. Accepting. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, with class. <laughs> you thought we'd never learn. But I think I think the I think, <laughs> I think the one thing that kind of killed that was because uh, Kevin was always fucking around. I well, think if 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 they got a little bit more time together, it would have been like a, you know. Oh, he, he like some romantic involvement? Yeah. Okay, fine. But how about this? This guy just came out of nowhere. These monsters came out of nowhere. Like, aren't you a little like, hey, what the f- is going on? I guess that's why they introduced Lupus, or Lupiv, or whatever his name is, the guy from Back to the Future. Oh, yeah, yes, The principal. Yes. yes. He plays a detective, I guess. Yes. And, man, he's just like his classic, like, ball-busting... Oh, yeah. Fucking you know, no slimy, barred, you know, kind of jabroni. Yes, <laughs> yeah, uh, fucking you know. chachi self. Yeah, totally, totally chachi <laughs> to the max. Yeah, he's chewing gum. He's taking names. He's the one that's like, "What's going on out there? They're fucking killing each other over here. <laughs> What's happening?" Of course, he's not cussing. He's not dropping f bombs because yeah. he's rated PG. But they do say shit though. But I guess he is the the guy that he he represents the. The character or the the interpretation of that of, 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 of any human being going, what the hell is happening? Yeah, because exactly. everybody else is so acceptive, like right away. Oh acceptive? yeah, acceptive, accepting. Touche, English class. I think he's trying to maybe say receptive. He's very receptive. They're not reciprocating. He's very receptive. Absolutely. So, yeah. So I mean, it's funny. Good journey. <laughs> good journey, motherfucker. Good journey. <laughs> yeah. You don't say goodbye. We say good journey. Life is sometimes the journey itself. Why do they put these meat on these little sticks? Those are rib bones. <laughs> you mean this came from an animal? Yeah, so fucking Capital Grayskull skull is going to fucking... Capital Grayskull? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Capital... <laughs> Sorry, Grayskull doesn't... They don't eat meat at, at Grayskull? They don't eat meat. 
Apparently. Apparently, Eternia is full of vegetarians. And if they do eat meat, it comes in, like, little cubes on sticks. Not an actual, like... On a bone. I really have no idea. No. We should watch... We should have watched, rather, some He-Man cartoons to kind of at least figure out kind of how close this was. Because all I'm going off of is my recollection from when I was a kid. Yeah, my recollection is not there. But I remember Prince Adam... Wore his pink shirt with like the white collar. I said, I'm Adam. You know, he was he actually lo- resembled very much in a lot of ways. I guess the the gay voice of America. Hmm. So it's like the ambiguous gay duo before. Very much so. And then he would have the power. You know, when he gets the sword, and then all his clothes come off. You know, and then he rides his green tiger. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's you know? true. Okay, now I remember. Yep. Yep. I mean, it's a, it seemed like a very much like a like a gay man's flu induced like fantasy. Yeah. And, it, and and didn't it, he he man had a bowl cut? He did. He had like the uh, the the like a prince bowl cut. Like the little like the little Jewish boy. Like not Jewish boy, but <laughs> like like mid length. Just yeah. like I know what you're saying. Like uh, I like the, like almost like a monk, but without the the back part of his head shaved off. Right, right. I, I got you. I got you. It was a very. It was a. It was a. I'm sure there's a historical term for that haircut. Yeah. I was gonna say cesarean, but that's not right either. Like yeah. a Caesar-ish kind of cesarean. Now I lost my notes. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Who's keeping track of these things anyway? Uh, let's just rate this fucking thing. All right, let's rate done, it and be done with it. Wait, before we rate it, what's your favorite scene? Oh yeah, favorite scenes. Oh, yeah, you're trying to jump. Jesus, I would have to say the scene between He-Man fighting um, Blade, just because Blade. In the beginning. Yeah, Blade made that scene. That was like the best fighting scene because. Like you said, that Blade was actually the dude that trained. I was gonna say Randolph. Yeah, the guy, well, the guy who Dolph. played. Yeah, the guy who played uh, Blade, Blade trained Dolph, Dolph. Lundgren when the sword. You can. I looked that up on the IMDb's. Yeah, for the sword fights and everything like that, and you can definitely tell in that scene that he he would have whipped. Well, every, well, and I should point out too he looks like he's having so much fun and a lot of people look like they're having a lot of fun when they're doing this oh, yeah. when Blade slashes through the fence when they're chasing after Courtney Cox yeah. his face when he holds it open for the rest of his gang like if you if you watch that scene his face he's just got a shit eating grin on the entire time and he's he's and when he gets He-Man's sword he shows it up to Skeletor like I got it you know I, it's like a genuine reaction that he's having a great time like somebody actually put him in a movie I said, you know what? You're an awesome swordsman, and you're good with, you know, training stuntmen and yeah. and things of that nature, and helping actors learn their stunts and coordination. We're so here you go. Them. We're going to throw you in the movie. Yeah. Here's a role. Oh yeah. And he actually even gets a few lines. You know, he's like, Skeletor, I vow to give me one more chance, and I'll yeah. slay these motherfuckers. You know. <laughs> um, no, definitely. Frank Langella went on record saying that this was his favorite role. He took oh, really? the, he took the role because his son at the time, his young son, was a huge He-Man fan. Um, and so he took the role, yeah. and he said it was one of his favorite roles he'd ever ever done. Oh, sure. I mean, this probably holds uh, is very near and dear to a lot of people's hearts. Yeah, you know, especially He's so if good you, in it. Yeah, especially if you grow up, you know, mm-hmm. with the the whole He Man and everything like that. I know. I mean, that's like thirty years ago. So, yeah. You know, my recollection's not the greatest. But, no, sure, that's fine. But you know, that still still had a big part. Had the toys and everything like that. Absolutely, big. Big part of your childhood too, and a so, huge part and of my childhood, sure, and even you know, fancy pants Sean with fucking Grace. Yeah, he probably had Grace and and he said he had Grace Snake Mountain. He probably yeah. had that weird swamp thing that we looked at. Oh yeah, and he probably had all the uh, 
all the would be uh, the apparatuses too, like the the way the Wind Raider or whatever the hell oh, yeah. it was, and all those second the the second rate characters too. Oh yeah, yeah, I bet. So, email us at Comic Cons Podcast at gmail dot com if you want to talk about your action figure collection and uh, if you have any He Man toys that you're willing to uh, give away. Yeah. Maybe. Or sell, you know, yeah. because we are we're making a little bit of money on this thing, so we can. I'll, <laughs> I'll check with uh, I'll check with finance. I'll check with Flo down in finance to see if we have anything <laughs> in the penny cash that we can, do, you know, spare for uh, any any He-Man mementos. Yeah. yeah, very nice. I love every scene with Skeletor. I also read a little thing on here saying that the director had zero faith in Dolph's abilities as an actor. That he rearranged <laughs> the script and shooting of the film to take place largely centered around Skeletor's character, which makes a lot of sense. Because you don't see a whole lot of just He-Man in this. Yeah. You'll see him running around together with his group, you know, with Tila, who's yeah. great. Man-in-arms, he's fine, whatever. Yeah. Everybody's just fine. And he just just under the radar. Like, they just give him just enough lines, and, and every time he delivers a line, it's pretty bad. Yeah. But it's it's just there. It's not horrendous. It's just there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And every time Skeletor delivers a line, it's fantastic. Yeah. So I love the scene where they get caught at the end, where Skeletor's like, where they're all hiding on the rooftop, and Skeletor just hovers up behind them. Yeah. You know? And then they, he basically says, you know, I'll give you a choice, He-Man. You can... He actually even... Hold on. Like, they're down, but then He-Man, like, breaks away. He starts to give it one last fighting effort. Skeletor could just zap him right there. He could zap the other guys. He doesn't do shit. He actually watches. Camera pans over and he's laughing. Yeah. Oh while yeah. He's, while he's yeah, fighting. Yeah. I thought that was such a great scene because that really captures how how pure pure evil he is. He's just he's evil, but he's like he likes watching him fight in a way. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. I don't think he liked seeing him get whipped at the end either because there's that scene where Blade's like whipping him. You know. Oh yeah. With the, laser whip. With, yeah. With the laser and whip. Skeletor is kind of like holding on to his staff and like peering around it, kind of like a, a frightened child, like watching his favorite toy get you know used and abused and <laughs> you know like like a like a like one like one of those like swinger couples you know yeah. but like the dude just has like last minute you know reservations at the he, last just, minute. he just goes too hard right and he's like oh I, I wanted to share my wife but oh no I wish I hadn't done this and he's watching like his wife like get pummeled you know by the Harlem Globetrotters in, in a cold Detroit basement and <laughs> that, is a, that was an awesome analogy that's very yeah, good that's, kind of, that's like kind of what I got from his eyes yeah. Skeletor's yeah, eyes the, that same kind of fear and insecurity yeah. just pouring through his veins and coming out of his pores and seeping into the floorboards yeah, definitely oh, a definitely a love hate relationship. <laughs> oh man, that almost that you know what you know what that brings me back to is fucking uh, John Leguizamo and fucking Summer of Sam when he him and his wife go to uh, oh. that that thing and he's like oh. it's just oh it's that, so bad yeah <laughs> makes you want to cringe yeah kind of makes your foreskin go back in time you know. <laughs> Oh. oh man, man! Oh. Uh, do you think that there should have been more roles for, or let me put it this way: Do you think some of the roles in this movie should have been more expanded upon? Let's face it; it's a PG movie. It was geared towards kids, but if it was really geared towards kids, do you think there should have been more He-Man in it? Maybe more He-Man. Maybe even more, more uh, character development on some of the other side characters. I don't know. Not Kevin and Courtney Cox. Like yeah, maybe, like maybe Tila, Man in Arms. Yeah, I mean, 
I don't know, the, the one thing I think that really had this movie fall short, short for me was the fact that fucking, the action scenes, as you said, were slow. It reminded me of Flash yes. Gordon. And I don't know if it's the actor, the director, or just the time period of when it's being made that it that it's like that. You know what I'm saying? Where it's 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 I don't know too too produced, I guess, too like almost like dancey. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I mean that's that's one that's one thing that's one thing that, you know, because, I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking back to, like, you know, Conan the Barbarian and stuff. Like, you know, Arnold fucking swinging that sword and just fucking people up. Mm-hmm. Like, he was so much better. You could watch those Conan movies now, and they're still really fun to watch. They're still, you know, a product of their time, but also they, they have a little bit more of a, a longevity to them. Yeah, they still hold true. Yeah. And see, and I think, and I just, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if it's the director, the actor... Because, I mean, the time period's still close to the same. I mean, Conan movies came out in, what, like, late 70s, early 80s? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's still around the same period. I mean, this is 87, so it's just like, you know, if they could have, you know, sped it up a little bit, made it a little bit, I guess, better choreographed. Well, they were trying to save money. They cut some corners. It was produced by Canon Pictures, which has a long trajectory, I Hmm. A long history of <laughs> flops. Yeah, uh, I think they may even have a long trajectory because I heard that Orion came back, so I would not be surprised if Cannon tried to come back. Oh, really? Um, but these were like staples from our youth in terms of distributing all kinds of films. Oh, yeah, definitely Orion. Yeah, Orion did RoboCop. Um, you know, Cannon would do like the Cyborg movies next with Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh, okay, yeah. Right before they, you know, fell to the ashes uh, with their bankruptcies. Um, fell to the ashes. Yes. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Maybe burned down to the ashes. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, go, going we'll with go with that. We'll go with that. I'm looking through the special features on this DVD, and there's literally a feature where you can just go through the characters of the movie, and it has a little bio of each character, along with their a little quote from them. Okay. Um, there's a theatrical trailer. And then there's no... I guess there's no behind the scenes. They weren't doing that stuff then. No. Ruled by a being of utter evil. Hmm. And there is only one man who dares challenge him. I mean, it they looks action-packed. A yeah. A battle that will take them across the heavens. A battle that will finally be fought. I want the Thunderdome and brought to me! Across the face. Police! Nobody move! Okay, so they marketed this and they showed everybody that it was going to be. It was going to take place on Earth. Can you show yeah. it away? No! Yeah, Courtney Cox is all about helping. Her boyfriend didn't want to do shit. Okay, alright. And it was funny, because Courtney Cox did act act the hell out of this, like, when when the, the mercenaries were chasing her, and then, especially when uh, she hands a key to Ev- Evelyn that was pretending to be her mom, mm-hmm. and then, you know, she changed into her, and she's like, no, no! Yeah, yeah, It yeah, was yeah. just like, oh, man. Yeah, she gave it her all. And she gave it her all. Yeah. That's probably what got her that Friends gig, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Masters of the universe. Yeah. Live the adventure. Wow. 
Let's rate this thing. We have six ratings on uh, Comic-Cons that we like to apply towards our movies that we watch on the show. Mm. All, all good. All good. You know, no no real bad. Nah. Levels of good. Yeah. Levels, levels of accepting good. Yeah. Okay. Call it a work good. Movie theater good. Buy it on Blu-ray good. Catch it on cable good. Sick with the flu good. And solitary confinement good. <laughs> Buddy. Here we go. That's a little better thing for you. What did you... Uh, What'd you rate this movie? Um, I would say catch it on cable good. Catch it on cable good. Okay. Yeah. You see this thing, you're laying on the couch, you're flipping through channels, and you just happen to come across, I'll be like, yeah. Like, yeah, I'll watch a little bit of He-Man. Yeah. Kind of like you were watching uh, Batman and Robin today when I came over. <laughs> yeah, not the good one either. Yeah, Batman and Robin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is it actually Batman and Robin? It's called Batman and Robin, yeah. Because Batman Forever was before that with Val Kilmer. You were watching okay. George Clooney. Yeah. Alicia no, Silverstone. And fucking O'Donnell. Fast. Yeah. Chris O'Donnell. And Chris O'Donnell. God bless him. Yeah. And the, yeah, the camp okay. fest. So catch it on cable good. All yeah. right. Well, what do you got for it? What do you think? Well, I'm a little torn. Okay. I watched this movie on VHS when I was a kid. Yes. So I feel like I kind of have to rate it. Buy it on Blu-ray because I would have my mom. I mean, I probably wore this VHS down to its last thread. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, I, I, we watched the fuck out of that thing, and I don't even think we owned a copy because we didn't really own a lot of movies when I was growing up. So I think we just rented. I had my mom rent this time and time again. Oh really? Oh yeah. Um, which was a, even a bigger deal because, like I said, I told you about the commissary yeah. making trips for like the toy store when we go to like the military bases. So at the embassy. You know, we go to the commissary to rent the movies. They they had a very limited selection. Yeah. You know, well, I should say limited selection on newer movies. Uh-huh. So it's not uncommon that we'd rent older movies. But Master of the Universe was like a newer movie, and like we would rent the fuck out of that thing. And you would think that there wouldn't be that many copies of it because it was a newer movie at the time. But there was always a copy of it on the oh, show. Always available. Yeah, always available. Uh, and so, and I think it came on HBO too around the same time. So even when we came stateside and we'd be staying in hotels while we we're visiting relatives. It would just be on HBO, and I would just catch parts of it. Oh, yeah. Just a golden, magical time to be a kid where you could channel surf and catch RoboCop, Master of the Universe, and Predator all in the same night. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, well, it's funny because um, you've, you've been wanting to do this for a long time. I've been wanting to watch this movie for a long and, time. And what was it? Not the, not yesterday. The week, Last week. Yeah. When um, it came down to doing Willow or Master's. Yeah, and both me and Sean were like, "Let's do Willow" because we've both seen Masters within the past year. Yeah, you guys and really so, wanted to do Willow, so I was like, "Okay, we can switch it up," you know. And so, and then th- th- that's why I said, uh, you know, catch on Netflix, whatever mm-hmm. streaming, because sure, within the past year, I was you know flipping through, and I was like, "Oh, Masters on Netflix." Let me. Uh, it was on Netflix. Yeah. like a few months ago. Yeah, and they took it off. Yeah, so I had to buy a copy of it online. Like five bucks on Amazon, which is, I mean, it's still a good purchase. I mean, it's a, it's an iconic movie from your childhood. That's what I'm saying. I got special features here where I can go through a list of characters. I can watch a fantastic theatrical trailer. Now, yeah. the quality of the movie, yeah, it's a little, little fuzzy around the edges, a little rough around the edges. Yeah, I think know? I think it'll be better on your TV. Yeah, yeah, because for some reason your TV does better with regular DVDs than mine. Interesting. Like, the regular DVD looks like garbage, even, like, the regular DVDs now. Well, I am going to show this to my son when he comes at some point. It's PG. I feel like it's fine. 
I feel like some of the characters are a little scary looking. Yeah. So maybe I'll wait for him to like you know. Nick, he's only two weeks old. <laughs> yeah, maybe 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 I'll wait for him to hit like a, you know at least two to three years or something like that. Oh yeah, you know? no, no, that's that's. I mean, well, I mean, the, maybe the, six. How well, about that? Well, six. the one thing is, if you if you if you if ex- I saw it at six, yeah, it'd be okay. I turned for out you. okay. Yeah, but I'm saying, but if you ex- if if you experience, but I mean, if you give him, the if I expose him, ex- yeah, ex- thank you, expose him like at an earlier age to kind of like the more frightening things, right? Then he'll 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 grow up a little desensitized. That's what I was thinking. I was gonna maybe show him like beaches, you know, with with Bette Midler when when, oh. when, when, when you know when she dies of cancer. Yeah, and uh, maybe um, steel magnolias, steel magnolias, um, you know, maybe Pretty Woman, and then just jump into He Man, and then go right into He Man. Yeah, yeah, won't have a fear of nothing. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like right. you just sat through beaches and steel magnolia. Then you shed a tear. You know, no tears, no tears. Maybe I'll wait till, Maybe I'll show him Schindler's List first, and then I'll jump into Gremlins. <laughs> oh, okay, you know there what I mean? Go. Yeah, because the Gremlins were a lot like Nazis. Both evil. It's, it's two different evils, but yeah. they're both evil. And you can't feed them after midnight. Exactly. Casting call. Casting call. Casting call. Casting call. Where we recast the movie? Sometimes for the good. Sometimes for the who cares. <laughs> I gotta find my casting call. Can you start this one off, buddy? Yes. Man of Arms and uh, what's her name? Tila? Tila. Man of Arms and Tila. Who you got? All right. For Man of Arms, I have Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott? That is a sick pull. Yeah. I, I fucking him. love Sam Elliott. Yeah. He's such a cool dude. He is. I love Sam Elliott. Uh, I have Ray Romano. No. Uh, <laughs> I have Harrison Ford. Okay. Yeah. yeah I like that. Okay. Throw a mustache on his ass. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Who'd you have for Tila? I had, um, no, Mia Sarah. Mia Sarah, okay. Um, for anybody at home who doesn't know what I'm talking about, that is the uh, girlfriend of Ferris Bueller. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it other is. than that, I have no clue what else she's been in. I don't know I have Jamie Alexander, who played Sif in the Th- Thor movies, his, uh, Thor sidekick. Oh, Although, yeah. I always wanted them to get together. And yeah. They don't oh, yeah. quite do that. They kind of no. hinted it a little bit. She wants it. She wants it, yeah. But uh, she's fantastic. I think she's awesome. Yeah, no, I need to watch that's... that show Blind Spot that she's in where she's covered in tattoos and the FBI find her like naked in a train station. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, oh, uh, Gwildor? Did you do Gwildor? No, I see. I didn't. Yeah, do I didn't do him either. Just yeah. because he, I mean, it's a it's a small person and yeah. it's covered in makeup. It's and covered it's, in makeup with the butter knife and <laughs> and there's and it doesn't even seem like it's a real voice. It's like uh, right. you know someone you know doing like a right you know, maybe Mark Hamill. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't do him. I didn't do any of the like the dudes that were just like caked up except for um, Skeletor. Well, you know what? I didn't do any of them either. I didn't do Starrod. I didn't do Beastman. I didn't do Karg either. I did Blade though. Did you do Blade? Who'd you do yeah. Blade? I did uh, Jason Statham. Okay. N- naturally bald. Crumb Dome. Yeah. Naturally bald, and plus he, I, I mean, he's him. a fighter and stuff like that. He's so a he, fighter, so that would make the action scenes better. What about the literal who gives a shit characters of this movie, but the main characters, Julie and Kevin? Oh yeah. Fuck. Julie played brilliantly by Courtney Cox. She deserves an Oscar. Uh, I had Lindsay Lohan. Oh, but Lindsay Lohan before okay. Lindsay Lohan her way out of you know what. Okay, okay. Uh, maybe like Mean Girls Lindsay Lohan. Okay, probably yeah, in between. She's the, supposed to be in high school. In between the Parent Trap and the yeah. and Mean Girls. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. Before she got all crazy. Exactly. I did Emma Stone. 
Okay. Like Zombie Land, Amazon. Like Zombie the dark, Land, the dark okay. hair. With I got the... you. She's working at uh, you know Roy's Rib Shack. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Kevin, um, who'd you get for Kevin? I did Chris Pratt. Interesting. All right, I could totally see that. Like Chris Pratt, like Parks and Rec when he was like a little bit heavier. Yeah. Okay. A little, a little bit more grungier. And you could have the comic relief in there too. That'd be yeah. good. I had Grant Gustin. What the fuck is that? Uh, the Flash on the CW. He plays the Flash. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he, I just, he's fantastic. I love him. All right, nice. Lubick, I had Bruce Willis, the cop, the detective. What the fuck, man? Yeah, we said we weren't going to do him. I asked you if you were going to do him. And you, you yeah, do I, him. I wasn't going to do him, but I, just, I was like, you know what? I, I do Bruce Willis. But like, yeah, that's good. I like that, Moonlighting though. diehard Bruce Willis, like young Bruce Willis. Okay, I like that. And have him play it over cocky, you know? Yeah. Which could be kind of funny because everybody knows him to play like the action hero. Yeah. But he would just be fumbling all over his stuff, you know? Okay. okay. I like that. I didn't have anything for him since we weren't going to cast him. So. Oh, all right. All right. Yes, I could do <laughs> Skeletor? Skeletor. I did uh, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. Interesting. Yeah. Just the voice or in the suit? <laughs> Both. Wow. I like that. I think It's I, different. Yeah. Young Forrest Whitaker? Like Ghost Dog Forrest Whitaker. Wow, okay. In between. All right. Interesting. I like that. Okay. I had Gary Oldman. So. Oh, yeah, no, you'd kill it. He already looks like Skeletor. So. <laughs> uh, well, uh, that, that, that takes us to He-Man then. Yes. So who do you have for He-Man? Um I I kind of had two. I did uh Jason Momoa. Okay, Aquaman. Cuz you need um, a big guy. Yeah. Right? Yes. And that and that's what the, the other one I picked was The Rock. See, I was torn between Arnold or The Rock. I was going to say Arnold, but yeah. then I was like... Like was a young like, Arnold would have crushed it. If he could if he could act without a, his accent. I think his accent would have just... Would not have... But Dolph's accent slipped out there a few times. It's okay. Oh. I won't hurt you. <laughs> yeah, but it's not, it's not as bad as... It wasn't as prevalent. Yeah. Well... Because I... Oh, actually, one other person... What about Chris like, Hemsworth? Boosh. Yes. Thor himself. Or um, Flash Gordon. But he, but, he, he, but he, then he, Flash Gordon. Yeah. Well, because he had blonde hair, you know. Yeah, you're he, right. He could have... He Why not Ric Flair? Ooh. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Yeah, yeah, thank you. That was fucking old. Yeah, Mine was horrible. Yeah, yeah. Yours is like <laughs> an old... old <laughs> like old lady that like, yeah. had like a strip of milking studs. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Rants? <laughs> rants. Hey! Rants! And good news. And good news. What do you got? What do you got a rant for? Um, not really a rant per se. I just wanted to kind of talk about something a little close to my heart. Um, elevators. Yes. I hate them. Because you're claustrophobic. Yeah. That's it. All right. You didn't have a, a recent experience no, where you got no. trapped in one? Or? No, honestly, like, I try to avoid them as much as I can. But what I really wanted to rant about was I was in a conversation the other day. Or actually, hold on. Let me put, let me, let me put that back from this. I could cool myself down. <laughs> Get a little hot and sweaty over here. I'm sweating. <laughs> I can't stop sweating. Um, so I saw a guy, right, the other day at one of these little things that I go to. You know what I'm saying? I don't, uh-huh. I don't want to disclose any, any names. I'm not going to drop any yeah. names here. But I was going to talk to him after the thing, you know? Yeah. Said thing, I go to talk to the guy, and he's already talking to somebody else. And I don't want to be part of that conversation because I don't like the other guy. 
Oh, yeah. And then I'm kind of standing there awkwardly, like, well, I'm not going to stand here and, like, wait for the guy to be done talking to the guy. And I'm not talking to anybody else. So I pull out the phone, and I'm like, oh, it's already after this time. And I'm just sitting there, and I'm kind of standing there awkwardly, and I'm like, ah, I'm like, I'm like the fifth grader at the punch bowl again, and I don't know anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, you know what, fuck this. And I just take the phone out, and I pretend like my wife's calling me. And I go, oh, yeah, hello? Yeah, I'm actually just getting ready to leave right now. And then, and then I kind of duck out, duck out of the room, do a little backwards somersault out of the room. Okay. And, uh, like, a somersault of walking, though, not an actual somersault. Yeah. And, um, and then I just didn't talk to the guy. Okay. And I guess the rant is not really a rant, per se. It's just kind of me sharing how I'm getting to this weird part of my life where I'm, like, I don't want to... I'm just... I'm, I'm just not comfortable, like, just waiting around Round. to oh, talk I'm to somebody. I'm saying the same way. Yeah? Yeah. So I'm, I, I, just, I just made up a phone call. I wouldn't have done that much. I would have waited, like, a couple minutes and then been like, fuck this. Do you have his phone number? Yeah. You should have, you should have been like, fuck this, and just left and called him later. I should, yeah. Or did you want that face-to-face? Kind of wanted the face-to-face. Okay. But I, sh- I should have done that. Like, hey, I wanted to hang around, say something, good seeing you. Yeah. But, uh... You know, I hope you had it on silent because that would have been fucking even ten times more awkward. It feels like, oh, oh, hey, honey, yeah, I'm about to leave, and then all of a sudden your phone just starts ringing, and you're like, I did have it on silent. I always had that phone on silent. To be like, oh, that would be that would have been good. Oh, that, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then I would have been, oh, did call I waiting doesn't work. <laughs> did I lose you? Yeah. Oh, you went through a tunnel. Oh, I went through a tunnel. I'm in a basement. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I definitely feel you. Like it's. It can it can definitely be daunting sitting in or standing in public. Well, I think that not be... really have anything to do. Yeah, and you just like, especially if you don't like attention and stuff like that. I don't like attention myself, and I'm just like, feels like people are like staring at me, and you just don't know what to do with your hands. And yeah, like, and, where, like, where do the hands even go? You know. Pocket. And it's, it's always it's always a it's always a go to to pull out your phone and just be like, okay, let me look like I'm doing, like I'm busy on my phone or something like that. So you don't yeah, feel like exactly, awkward. Exactly. No. Otherwise you just kind of sit there and you watch people and then people get turned on to the fact that you're watching them. Yeah. And you're like, I'm just a guy in the corner. Yeah. Just looking away. That creepy guy. Yeah. And I, I, I used to be very extroverted, but I feel like now I'm, I'm like more or less, you're I'm more introverted. Introvert. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're reverting back. Yeah. I don't want to leave the house that much anymore. It took a lot for me just to get come over here. I know? feel you, man. You know. Well, and plus, it's I mean, it's it's people these days. People are straight assholes. So. Yeah, that's my rant. You know, I feel you. I got. I have. I have a rant, but it's sort of tied with my good news. Okay. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Trying to I, you trying to burn a hole in my cushion? I, I had some pain, <laughs> man. I had that. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. I don't like to. I don't like to do that to a friend. Just don't crap your pants. That's Ooh. all I'm gonna say. Um. All right. Well, I'll I'll, t- I'll tell you what my good news is, and then I'll I'll go. I'll follow it up with my rant. Oh, you're gonna change it up? Yeah, because it because it it's it they go hand in hand. Okay. We'll just say that. Okay. Um. Came across this article, and it says uh, hundreds show up to run with an autistic autistic teen pushed down by a stranger. Which I was like, huh, that's weird. Let me read this story. And reading it says, uh, Chase Coleman had been running on the cross-country team for three years when he was pushed to the ground by a stranger during a race. The 15-year-old teen with autism was so heartbroken, he handed in his uniform and gave up his favorite hobby, saying he would never run again. And I guess his mother, you know, wouldn't give up so easily. Uh, and neither would the community of Syracuse, New York, which is, you know, I grew up right that's, down the that's street. Your, that's your alma mater. Yeah. 
And um, that's, that's your stomping grounds. Yeah. <laughs> and it said, you know, thousands of messages of encouragement and love for Chase started pouring in on social media. Um, and then, it, you know, made Chase feel better. And then um, I guess everybody just volunteered. They showed up and held a race for Chris. Or, I'm sorry, Chase. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's just, that's, you know, that's fantastic. That's really, you know, someone with disabilities, you know, people reaching out, showing them that, you know, even though you're different, it's, it's, you're, you're, you're still a human being. You still, you still have the, the right to be uh, treated, you know, with respect and they're being, decency. They're being inclusive. It's good. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Everybody should be treated equally. Yeah. And so, and, and, it, you know, and it's nothing he could do because people with disabilities were born that way. They had mm-hmm. no hand in, in it and everything like that. And I really, and I really hate when people, you know, like make fun of people with disabilities because you know they didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of us make fun of everybody else, but it's it's just a little bit it's a little bit different once you know someone has you're a, talk, when you're making fun of somebody over like a physical trait or a mental trait that that's part of who they are out of out of being born that way. Yeah, this was not a choice. This was not you're yeah. not making fun of somebody who just gets up on stage and does something that's ridiculous or. Yeah. You know, making fun of somebody, the way somebody dresses, like, because, hey, you, you chose to wore that fuchsia, those fuchsia Timberlands with that fuchsia velour jumpsuit, you know yeah. what I mean? with the, you know, with the, uh, the jersey skirt and the, uh, and the, the tiny heels. Right. You know. So, I got, I got you. Yeah, no, so, no, I'm with you. You know, that's all, that's, that's, that's my rant, my good news. Anytime, that, anytime you hear that, when you hear people clamoring in support of that, of a cause like that, it's good news because... Yeah, it shows you that humans are are, are actually decent and have compassion. Yeah, so have little... compassion for your fellow man. Exactly, because one day your fellow man may not have compassion for you. Mm-hmm. Did you provide that line? You got good news? What do you got? Oh, uh, life is good, man. Um, did I tell you the nursery's almost done? No. Okay, so the nursery's almost done. We're getting ready for Zeph. He's healthy. He's got a strong heartbeat. Uh, his heartbeat this, today was 135 and the doctor says he's looking great sounding great nice. and um, we're just really excited and um, yeah, life is good man I got to hang out with you the last couple of days and yeah. we got to do two shows back to back yeah the Wolverine yesterday you know? and then we got Masters today yeah right and um, you know Thanksgiving is coming up yep so I'm gonna spend some time with some family touched on a little bit of that last week yep and uh, you <laughs> <Yesterday>. know, <laughs> you know, yeah, yesterday, uh, you know, life is good, man. Life is life is life is wonderful and That's full excellent. of wonder. That's you excellent. Know? You always want to hear that, you know. Um, and I'm happy to be here, man. Thanks for having me over here. Yeah, thanks for coming, man. You know, I gotta stop eating such carb heavy food before we do this thing. I know, because I'm struggling right now. It's always it always gets to that point. I mean, we're I mean we're getting older. We're older now. I yeah. Mean, you know, I'm as close to fifty as I am twenty. I need to come over here, like just like. Wait, what? Yeah. Closer to 50 than you are 20? I'm saying about the same. I mean, it's the same. You're like a midpoint. Yeah, I'm at the midpoint. We're not middle-aged. Not yet. Almost. Hell no. Was it 40 plus? 40 plus. All right. So 40 is like the new 20. So, yeah, we still got... We still 50 got is like time. the new 30. Okay. And 60 is just, you know, 60-60. 60 just, you know... It resets. High five if you're still living. Exactly. So. Yeah. All right. Now, we're going to be in this for the long haul. <laughs> We're gonna be fifty years old watching movies from the eighties and talking about them. I know what, what, what should actually happen is you should come over. We'll take a nap. We'll wake up, fucking slap each other around mm-hmm. a little bit, and then start recording because then we'll be you know refreshed. So should we announce what movie we're gonna do next, next, or should we just keep it a surprise? 
I do we even know what movie we're doing next? No. So we might do a little movie called Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Oh yes, that's right. But we also might do because that was a that was a viewer request. It was a viewer request. It was a listener request too. Yeah, Yeah, viewer. Yeah, Yeah. if you want to see the video of this podcast, go to uh, Comic Cons Podcast at gmail dot com. But no, if 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 anybody does have a suggestion of what we should watch next. Cause I, cause I see that I love suggestions because I have the hardest. I have the hardest time picking out movies. Why don't you do an Instagram post and you say, "Everybody, send me your requests." All right, I'll do that, and I'll do the same thing. All right, I'll, I'll I'll do that. We're not on the Facebook. I'm not on the Facebook anymore. Yeah, yet, not back on it yet. No, I'm not going back. Ever. I'm never going back again. Nope, I'm huh? staying far away. Okay. We'll staying see. away. Thought he was a gunner. Couldn't stay away. Not me. Not this one. I'm dancing the flames and I'm riding it high. Yeah, but you're going to be able to do that with Zephyr coming along? Absolutely. I'm just going to IG the shit out of everything. Okay. And I'm going to get back into taking pictures again because I did so well at that before. Oh, really? No, I'm a horrible photographer. Okay. My wife always has to redirect me when we take our pictures. You know, she's like, yeah. I'm take you use this filter and do that. Yeah, and you got to pose, put it here, and angle it here. Yeah. And, you know, put this lighting behind you. you know. Exactly. No, tilt your head. At right, tilt sixty it. degrees, forty-five degree angle into the sun. Copernicus. <laughs> uh, if anything we've said here has offended you or maybe made you feel like a, please email us at comiconspodcast at gmail dot com and remember, it's just fiction. Like...